Hi everybody, Stefan Molyneux, hope you're doing well. So let's get up to speed on all of the inconsistencies and craziness surrounding Jeffrey Epstein's death. And I'll put the links to the source for this below. And then I'm going to sum up with some of my thoughts about why this is all occurring. So Epstein, of course, said that he was considering cooperating in the process of naming names in his international pedo sex trafficking underage girl blackmail scheme, and that, of course, would send a deep shiver of satanic fear up the spines of anyone and everyone who might be implicated in that. So he was facing decades in prison. They were saying, maybe we can get it down to five years if I name a bunch of names. You know, that crawl up the ladder that they consistently do when they're trying to take down drug lords. And so given that he seemed to be willing to cooperate, that would have put quite a lot of lasers on his uh, forehead. Now, of course, prior to his death, Jeffrey Epstein was found unconscious in his prison cell just three weeks earlier. That seems quite important as well. Now, two days prior to his death, of course, the uh, documents were released from previous uh, um, court issues for the first time that implicated several top Democrats in Jeffrey Epstein's pedo-underage sex trafficking slash blackmail scheme. The blackmail scheme is not proven, but... Uh, that's that's my particular perspective, and I think it accords with the facts. So he was also taken off suicide watch after a failed suicide attempt just two weeks prior. Now, I'm no psychiatrist, but it seems to me that if a man used to jet-setting around the world with millions and millions of dollars is then stuffed into a prison cell where he may spend the rest of his godforsaken existence... I'm not sure that you can cure that in two weeks. Like, I just don't see how any responsible psychologist or psychiatrist would say, oh, yeah, this jet-setting guy has been now locked in a tiny cage and is facing decades in prison. He's suicidal. But let's pretend that he's not within two weeks. Like, what has changed? Nothing has changed, right? Now, Jeffrey Epstein was suicidal, according to reports, but he was also placed in isolation, which is very unusual for suicidal individuals. Now, as if everyone didn't expect this, as you probably know, the videos, the video cameras malfunctioned. There's no video of what happened. Now, I have been doing this show, Lord, for 13 years, or 14 years almost. I have recorded hundreds and thousands of videos and never once, never once, has there been a video camera malfunction? And this is technology going back to 2005. Never had a video camera malfunction. So the idea that the camera's just, oops, broke, on the most high-profile prisoner's death in America just stopped working. Oops. I mean, good Lord, even Mexico has videos of El Chapo escaping from prison, but this video just wasn't working. Now... Of course, later we hear that there's video evidence showing that the guards did not do the rounds, right? So either the videos weren't working or the videos were working, but the narrative seems to be just a little slippery, like wrestling with a squid on coke. Now, the prison guards had worked several extra shifts during the previous week, and one prison guard on Epstein's floor was not even a certified guard. Now, I've had some communication from people who claim to work in the prison system, and 
everybody knows that the eyes of America, the eyes of alternative media, the eyes of the world were focused on Jeffrey Epstein's prison cell. So if you're the warden, if you're in charge of keeping this guy safe, are you going to risk your job? Are you going to risk a lawsuit? Are you going to risk your pension? Are you going to risk all of that by putting low-quality people, untrained people, uncertified people on the floor? No, of course not. Of course not. You're going to make sure that guy is locked up tighter than the cooch of a wife of a guy who's going to do the crusade. So it's going to be pretty tight in there. That's what I'm saying. Now, the prison guards forgot to check on Epstein. They apparently dozed off. See, both of them, you see, just kind of dozed off, uh, it seems, and they slept through their shift. They did not end up checking on Jeffrey Epstein for several hours. There are reports of screaming, as I talked about yesterday, the morning that Epstein died. Now, the MCC, the prison where he was, has not seen a successful suicide in 40 years, right? So, I mean, he's supposed to have strangled himself, hung himself, and so on. So, of course, the, um, the sheets, the blankets are, are tissue thin. They don't give him a high place. It's not like piping on the ceiling so you can hang yourself. This is designed to be suicide-proof, you know, in the way that responsible parents design a house to be child-proof. You don't get forks and magnets and electrical outlets. So it is designed to not allow prisoners to kill themselves. So 40 years, not a single successful suicide in the entire prison. But then, by golly, the guy who accuses and probably has proof of top Democrats or others involved in illegal activities, whew, I guess they have to reset that number of years without a successful suicide went from 40 to zero. Just when a guy accuses Democrats of, uh, or could accuse Democrats of illegal activities. Now, Epstein also says he was the victim of an attempted murder three weeks ago. An attempted murder three weeks ago. Have you heard anything about this? Have you? Does it, no? Epstein's former roommate, I guess cellmate, is facing mass murder charges. Pretty, pretty big guy. And if a guy is suicidal, if a guy claims to have been the victim of an attempted murder... Why would you put him in with a guy that violent? Now, the amount of dirt that Epstein probably had on the power elites around the world is probably beyond even our imagination. Now, something else that happened was, you know, certainly I would imagine if you've been on Suicide Watch, if you've taken off Suicide Watch, you should not be given sheets, which you can use to tie and hang yourself, right? So there's been murder attempts, he claims. There's been a suicide attempt. He's found unconscious in a cell, and he was not given paper sheets, according to reports. So therefore, he had sheets in his cell with which to hang himself. But again, 40 years, not one successful suicide. Now, according to the mental health professionals, the medical professionals, Epstein was not suicidal. See, a couple of weeks earlier... He tried to kill himself, but ooh, suddenly he's not suicidal. He's being cured. You know how great these mental health professionals are, that the incidence of mental illness is skyrocketing just as they continue to pump people full of these mind-altering drugs of questionable benefit. So, yeah, I have a great deal of skepticism when it comes to mental health professionals. And here's an example. No, he's not suicidal. What does it hurt 
the prison to give him paper sheets. Did, did they save a few dollars? Did they avoid a little bit of a mess? Well, no, I guess, I guess they didn't, right? So reportedly, Epstein had to get on his knees to hang himself from his bed. I mean, is he, is, is he, I don't know how this works. Like, is Michael Hutchins style? Is he leaning into it? Like, how does this actually work that you can hang yourself on your knees? That seems kind of odd. Now, something else that just came out is that the autopsy, um, there's people who are um, intimate with the autopsy results of the claim they are, and they say that Epstein had broken bones in his neck, the kind of broken bones that are far more prevalent in strangulation deaths than they are in suicides. And uh, so here's a quote from the Washington Post. Among the bones broken in Epstein's neck was the hyoid bone, which in men is near the Adam's apple. Such breaks can occur in those who hang themselves, particularly if they are older, according to forensics experts and studies on the subject. But they are more common in victims of homicide by strangulation, the experts said. So, again, I'm no doctor, but what I was like, this is the bone here, right? So if you have a rope and you jump off a building and you fall 20 feet, then it seems to me likely that as the rope yanks, it's going to break these bones. But when you're leaning somehow on your knees off the side of your bed in a prison and you have bed sheets tied around your neck, I'm not sure I see how exactly that could end up with your hyoid bone being uh, broken, right? And and I don't know if you remember this. So this is I did a video on this years ago. Do you remember the guy Eric Garner from New York? So uh, a New York police officer was accused of using an improper chokehold while trying to arrest. Garner and, and causing his death. And it turns out that there was no break of Eric Garner's hyoid bone. And this proved that the officer could not have strangled Eric Garner and therefore was not responsible for causing his death, at least not by strangulation. In a study of suicidal hangings of young adults and middle-aged people in India conducted from 2010 to 2013, hyoid damage, right, not even just breaking, but hyoid damage was found in just... 6% of suicidal hangings. And again, that's people with ropes who can jump off the side of their roof, who can jump off a high chair, uh, who can jump off a ladder, whoosh, like the whiplash, that can see the breaking. Kneeling in a prison cell with soft sheets tied around your neck? Mmm, it just seems a little bit suspicious. So, uh, you know, I mean, nobody can say, conspiracy theory anymore, right? So, I mean, I've been talking about this kind of stuff. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot, of, a lot of questions here. Probably a lot of them will never be answered, but nonetheless, a lot of questions. So people have been nagging me, oh, this is conspiracy theory. It's like, you know, dudes, if you never said about the Russia-Trump collusion conspiracy theory, which was pure fantasy made out of whole cloth, largely because Hillary Clinton, when she started her presidential campaign, was polling badly in terms of her relationship to Russia, because she and Bill had gone over and got a whole bunch of fees for speaking in Russia, and uh, she had signed off on the transfer of a quarter of America's uranium production to Russia. So Hillary Clinton was polling very bad with regards to Russia, and you know, the old leftist thing straight out of Saul Alinsky, you accuse your enemy of what you yourself are doing, because Hillary was, in fact, I believe, colluding with Russia. She then launched a whole process wherein Trump got accused of colluding with Russia. So 
for me, it's a great pushback. So anyone who says, oh, you're being a conspiracy theorist, like, dudes, if you didn't call out the Russia-Trump collusion conspiracy theory, which I did from the very beginning, don't talk to me about conspiracy theories. That word has now lost all of its power based upon this particular situation, which is, I guess, uh, a fairly decent thing that you can get out of the death of a highly evil dude. So now it's time for rank speculation time. And, and uh, okay, so some of it's not speculation. So the CDs with countless images of powerful men probably engaged in sex with underage girls was seized from Jeffrey Epstein's apartment two months ago. You know, if there's a video footage of a guy robbing a bank, do you know what the police do? They put the video footage out. If they can't find the guy, they put the police video footage out on the web so that they can crowdsource and get everyone looking at this dude and see who it is, right? That's, that's what they do. Now, here they have video images and pictures, most likely, of powerful men, maybe some women, involved in sex with underage girls and maybe boys. I don't know. I don't know why, because nobody's seen the damn images. Why? Well, either they can identify these guys, in which case, why haven't they been arrested? Or they can't identify these guys, in which case, why haven't they put the videos out to the general public so that we can figure out who these people are? No one to post this out there. So, my question has been, like, so if you, everybody knows this play, right? So if you are in prison, let's say, and you have dirt on a lot of powerful people, then you communi- commu- communicate to those people in some manner and say, if I die in prison, all of this information is going to get released. It's called a dead man's switch, right? So if you're going to go and meet with some a criminal, you've got dirt on the criminal, and you say, hey, if I don't come back from this meeting, six reporters get mailed all of this dirt and blah, 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 the police. and I, It's called the dead man switch. There's other names for it, but dead man switch is the most common. So Jeffrey Epstein, thoroughly evil man. Not stupid. I mean, I don't think super, super smart, but not stupid. So he had tons of time to prepare for all of this, right? He knew that Cernovich and the Miami Herald had put in motions to unseal all these records. He knew what was coming, so he had tons of time to set up a dead man switch. So where is it? Where is it? It's an interesting question. I'll tell you something, too. Whoever has a hold of these CDs, whoever has a hold of these images that could throw who knows how many powerful people into prison, whoever has this, has a ring of power that even the gods would envy because now you can turn, who knows, lawmakers, politicians, police, powerful people in, in culture, in, in where you name it, right? You, you can now make them dance to your tune. This is an incredible power that somebody has gotten a hold of. And that, to me, is pretty chilling. It's pretty chilling. Now, of course, if you put these images out in the public domain, you obviously take out the faces of the, the girls, but if you put these images out in the public domain, then you lose their blackmail power. Right? You lose the blackmail power. So the fact that these images are not out there in the public domain indicates to me that somebody has got a hold of these images and the leverage has simply transferred to someone else. That's not good. Because here's the thing. Now, this is the last thought I'll leave you with. And it's probably nonsense, but I'm, you know, I'm going to unburden myself. You can be my confessional. So it's probably nonsense. But listen, 
Imagine that powerful lawmakers show up in Jeffrey Epstein's blackmail files, blackmail videos. What that means is that the laws that were introduced or promoted or heavily voted on or whatever by people who were compromised through blackmail, all the laws that they generated or helped pass or passed through some sort of majority vote, all of those laws to me would be beyond suspect. Right? So if you have a witness in a trial, right? my understanding is you have a witness in a trial and it turns out that that witness is being blackmailed, I assume that all of that testimony would be thrown out. as It would be inadmissible because they were compromised. So they can't tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth because they're being blackmailed. So imagine this. Imagine, I mean, Jeffrey Epstein's been operating for a long, long, long time. Probably has quite a squid tentacle, had quite a squid tentacle reach into the various pockets of pilfering power. Imagine. Imagine if there are a lot of lawmakers on his videos. A lot of powerful people. What does that do to people's perception of the laws that they passed or the policies that they proposed or the policies and regulations and so on that they implemented if they were compromised? Wouldn't those laws be <laughs> subject to some pretty serious review? What would happen to the entire cobweb of power that has been built up over the past couple of decades in America and perhaps even overseas. Can you imagine the shite storm that would erupt if people found that the laws they were subject to were often the result of blackmail by people with terrible judgment and worse morals? <laughs>